I feel the need, the need for speed. Ow! I want to know the truth. You keep digging, you're gonna dig your own grave. Right. Can you prove any of this? No, absolutely not. I don't feel no ways tired. This is the Brian Suits Show. That's hockey. A new member of the cast, our News Falcon. Anytime he has a hot take, he flies in with the hot take, and he delivers the hot take. <laughs> hockey is his name. Um, it is Amson 70 KTTH. Uh, keep both hands on the wheel. If you're just getting your car, do not, do not check your 401k. There's very, very bad news. Just get to work. Just get to work and think about it. Think about how you're going to afford gas on the way home. It's it it's with what's going on right now this Monday, which and I still maintain months from now we'll look back at June as the good times. Um, a, a, another January sixth hearing is starting at seven a.m. on the West Coast. Um, we'll we'll go uh, gavel to gavel with this. <laughs> no, they're they're crowing about the ratings. Um, also, meanwhile here in Seattle. They are paying the piper for Chaz. Uh, more on that. And Kent, uh, Kent PD, uh, city of Kent, actually is paying the piper for terminating a con- a controversial uh, officer. And uh, more of it right after this. Let's get to work with our right way traffic. You want to hockey? You want to say anything? Hey, I'm 770 KTTH. Uh, Brian Suits here with uh, producer Greg and, of course, Hockey as uh, our, uh, our our hot news take falcon. Um, the We'll uh, talk about the gun deal here uh, coming up uh, in apparent compromise with the Senate uh, in, in regards to uh, some you know nuts and bolts uh, that don't involve somebody kicking your door down. And uh, taking your guns, and that's uh, always a win uh, for me. Uh, well, so the if you if you uh, I was just looking for a general story on it, and <clears throat> if you Google ratings for January sixth hearing, the top hit is MSNBC. Uh, first January sixth hearing pulled about twenty million viewers, far more than highest ratings for Apprentice. Well, okay, now do Survivor. I what? Um, and so anyway, you can't, since you can't disprove a negative, you know, keep, keep in mind, it's 20 million viewers across, uh, f- probably 50 platforms. Um, and, and the whole thing Fox, and here's the deal. Fox did really, really well, just showing Tucker Carlson without commercials. So there's that. that and they, 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 they know, uh, how, how the needle moves. No, nobody really probably, uh, I don't know what percentage watched the entire two hours of the thing, but nobody's going to watch a 7 a.m. West Coast uh, hearing today. And and uh, so that's why it's not on primetime, nor nor should it be. Um, but that's uh, kicking off today. And I think my the, the overall as I uh, scanned the the Twitter machine and social media and then the news. Uh, I, I think a lot of people reacted the way that I did, which was, that's that's all you got? I mean, it was violent, yeah. Uh, there were shots fired, yeah. There was one shot fired, the protester was killed, um, and the whole thing. <clears throat> um, and then I and then I, I hear all weekend long, and I, and again, I mean, I, I, I dislike intensely what happened on January 6th. 
Um, I happen to think that if um, an unarmed person is trying to incapacitate you, a police officer, you should draw your weapon and take control of the situation. Um, up and up and to include you know use of lethal force if they persist in trying to beat you and disarm you. So there's that. But I've yet to hear anyone articulate uh, clearly how how was delaying uh, an administrative slash almost ceremonial vote by eight hours a threat to my democracy? Because I, I've I've yet to hear what it would take to move the needle with somebody like me. Is tell me what did you envision happening? How how was just because someone intends for this to be a coup does that make it make it a coup? I I, I guess, but. The entertainment industry is doing a victory lap about the ratings. Well, um, and and by the way, twenty million people. Uh, it's it's uh, uh, what what would that be? Seven point five percent of of viewers. The Watergate ratings were huge. They were absolutely huge because they were live. They were in color. You know the whole thing. And but part of the reason is because back back in the day, there was only one place. There was one of three places to watch. What they did was they rotated. Um, so if you remember that as a kid or remember that as maybe you're in your 20s, I, I don't know. But if you remember that as a kid, you may have forgotten that they rotate over the 55 days of Watergate. They rotated what of the which one of the big three. Uh, showed it so that's the, the difference now is that you can split all that up and i and look at that it only took me uh four minutes and i'm i'm out of interest so have you heard and i mean i you know i i, I think we're simpatico uh on on this it, it was a inappropriate use of a tuesday and, and and you know and i i think that a lot of these idiots really did think that they were going to take over the government at which point you're you're not an american anymore just like the the nation the the states that seceded from the united states were not filled with americans anymore and so i don't have a lot of sympathy for people waving confederate flags or for that matter but but uh in 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 your various travels and uh, conversations producer greg has anyone have you ever heard anyone articulate exactly what january 7th was going to look like if if they had succeeded hmm, in their brilliant question clue? uh your question is a good one. I haven't spoken with a lot of people about what happened on January 6th. And I, I think Hockey it's agrees. because the day after, whether you were left or right or anywhere in the middle, I think your mind was already made up yeah. about what happened. So I understand the hearings and why they're taking place. And for me personally, I think it's a shame that it's not more of a bipartisan effort. But I get why that is the case, because... There's going to be posturing and grandstanding, but I had my mind made up on January 7th. I think we differ slightly. There's some crossover uh, with what you just said and what I feel about this, but I, I hesitate to issue too many opinions on this because it's your show and I don't want to tick off some of our audience, but I... I have a tendency to think it was more of an important day than a lot of conservative talk radio does, but that's just me. I'm a lowly producer, so it's not my show. And, and, and <laughs> but I mean, I that that's the thing that I'm searching for, you know, from from people far, far, far on the other side mm -hmm. is okay. Uh, what if I accept your entire premise and it was a coup? It was an insurrection. What did the end state look like? And, and, and I don't uh, go that far. And I, don't I mean, think for it me, was, it's yeah, hundreds of people, thousands of people. Uh, arrested for trespassing minimum 980 something uh you know trials so far 
and, and and counting. It's not like they brought you know power bars and sleeping bags, uh, or or something. And then also, by the way, the entire plan about kicking it back to the states. Not not one Republican held state legislature was going to reverse their certification no, of the electors. The, it, it the just, whole election fraud conspiracy was shot down. That, that's in 60 why I call different it a, a flash mob with a buffalo headdress. I and mean, that's that's come on, hockey. Thank you. And so, um, uh, but you know, that's the thing is I don't, I'm, I'm guilty of moving on and, uh, and that, that doesn't drive donation. I don't have a political party that needs donations, by the way, for the record, I, I saw this, uh, I, I hadn't caught up to it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Liz Cheney is going to be primary. I mean, this is, she will be out of Congress. Yeah. I think on she's going down noon, January 2nd, 2023. I mean, by double digits in, in Wyoming. Uh, she's getting primaried, and by the the Trump endorsed uh, uh, candidate Harriet something rather Harriet, um, and a hard hearted harbinger of haggis. By the way, thank you. Um, uh, and so Trump's campaign manager, this guy Stepien, is running the campaign of Wyoming. That's that's how personal he's taking this, and so she's this is it. This is her her swan song. Um, you know this this is the. The, the deal and then for for a lot of you know pro you know sort of maga republicans they're going to say you know good riddance i know that her her, the co- her colleagues in the gop that want to be there next year um are absolutely you know stiff arming her and and kinziger because it, it is you know it's insulting to the intelligence when they say uh bipartisan uh all right well it's a monday and it's time for a know-it-all when we come back and there's really one big takeaway today and it, it ain't january 6th am i right hockey uh back in second am sun so let's get you to work with our right way traffic i want it all and i want it now know it all first thing I'm 770 KTGH. Uh, here with producer Greg Nell and all your chance to find out absolutely everything that you need to know for today. Money is the thing. By the way, it's it's uh, the News Falcon. It's H-A-W-K-Y. Hockey. Oh, the news. Wow. See, that's Thank the, you for the cleverness that. there about that. We liberated him from Prince Mohammed bin Salman, uh, who is into falconry. It's a gigantic thing in the Middle East, especially in Saudi Arabia. And we heard that uh, that hockey was a bit of a dissident, and so he he threatened him with dismemberment. Isn't that right, hockey? So there you go. So hockey is now here living undercover, uh, basically a witness protection uh, program for our News Falcon. Uh, well, okay, over the weekend, uh, with uh, to, to great uh, acclaim and excitement or something, Senators reached a tentative deal on gun control legislation. Uh, there's really not a heck of a lot of details, except that it would combine modest new restrictions like stronger background checks for gun buyers under 21, about time, with mental health and school security investments. So they're going to, the federal government, if you're asking, well, wait, and I, I guess I should have thought this through, should have penciled it out before before I, I pulled it completely out of my, my news falcon, but... Uh, there, there can't be a federal red law. Uh, pardon me, red flag standard. There's not going to be a federal standard for something that should be in local courts, in local superior courts, um, county by county across the country. So, so there's not. So, what, so there's going to be federal funding um, for for this. And uh, yes, uh, can a, a spurned lover uh, denounce you? Uh, yeah, they can do that now. You know, in, in 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 certain 
DV restraining orders and uh, in in family court proceedings and things like that. So <clears throat> what this does, and this this here's the kind of the weak link here are are the family members, you know, and and this is the the thing. It's like uh, apply it to the the Lanza criteria. If Adam Lanza was your son, you'd be freaked out. You wouldn't live with him either. That's why he lived in the basement with his his mommy lived in the big giant house, but he lives he literally locked himself in the basement. Played uh games, spoke to her by email and text, ordered food by text and email and all this and played Call of Duty all day long and his parenting person, his birthing person thought that, you know, th- what a great gesture would be, would be to buy him an AR-15 and gift it to him. Uh, and, you know, the guy was on so many meds and the whole thing. Then he discovered that mommy was going to ship him off to some booby hatch down in Olympia across the country and the whole thing. Um, it's, so that's why he killed her first, by the way. And then the other one, uh, the other test, the Elliot Rogers test. Well, <clears throat> here, here's the thing. This is the guy in Santa Barbara that went off his med. He'd been on med since he was 12, went off of them, started to, to purchase guns. Um, and the, the psychiatrist he'd been seeing since he was uh, 12, you know, uh, told his parents, I'm really concerned about him, but he couldn't because of HEPA violations. He, he couldn't, now that the kid was 18, uh, he couldn't reveal to his parents that the boy was, was off his meds. And but, so the parents were so concerned that, they called Santa Barbara police and they basically did a, a, a knock and chat. They said, hi, Elliot, your parents are concerned about you. You okay? And he didn't even let them in, um, which is a policy thing. You're, you're supposed to get in, ask for permission to go in and, and all that. And he said, no, I'm good. You know, chicks, uh, I, you know, I'm going to get trampled in the rush from, uh, uh, you know, in, in the riot from all the chicks here in Santa Barbara. And this is the guy that went on a rant for an hour on YouTube about how women don't see his brilliance and his attractiveness and the whole, and the whole thing. So so anyway, that's you know I, again for me uh, th- the issue has has been um, boys under twenty five without a pr- developed prefrontal uh, cortex and without a drill sergeant with a two by four um, telling them what the left and right limits are. But uh, anyway, it's uh, uh, gun deal uh, thing thing to wait. Hang on, second thing. There we go. Thank you, hockey. Um, uh, so, yeah, the second January 6th hearing is underway at 7 a.m., and that's, you know, that there's that. Oh, by the way, a gigantic... Oh, here's a third thing, by the way. We're already on the third thing. Third thing. The um, Your 401k is going to be just fine without you checking it today, uh, but you're you're not going to be able to escape this. And, and the market opened up uh, under an hour ago. Uh, it was projected at starting under... It's down 784 oh, by my right. last check. Can we get to four digits? My Not um, Yeah. So across all, um, uh, you know, uh, NASDAQ, uh, commodities, and actually commodities are taking the hit. We, we, I do know this. We'll need food uh, in October and November. Hard to find consumer items like food will still be, still be in high demand. You know, you know what is taking an absolute bath also today <laughs> is cryptocurrencies. You know why? <laughs> Because there, there's no value there. There's there's nothing there, and they don't have aircraft carriers. They don't grow wheat on cryptocurrency and all that. And it's funny, man. Uh, crappy economy uh, is the absolute sorting hat of who the serious people are. 
and there's there's the 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 ants among us who spent the weekend looking for a stand up top loading freezer. Except uh, Putin came in and bought the last one. And so uh, Bitcoin is trading at twenty three thousand. As recent as October, <laughs> it was at sixty seven thousand. Yeah, yeah. So I hope you got out, folks, wow. <laughs> or Dogecoin, or or whatever. And uh, still, still, ten years ago, when they were five bucks, you'd be doing just great right now. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but you would be, uh, you you would be diving for your phone or, or trying to sell it uh, right now. Uh, so anyway, it's uh, it is a a bad scene. Um, and I guess this is this is uh, thing uh, three point five. Um, what what we didn't see on Friday with the new inflation number is consumer sentiment. And, and here here's the weird psychological thing about a bad economy is you really don't want to hear any good news, especially it only highlights the bad news. Percentage of Americans that think we're in a recession already. Try 55%. Now, when they uh, drill down on the main numbers and they find out that the economy didn't grow, and uh, and the irony of the president crowing about the American economy over the weekend um, and the Putin price hike and the whole thing uh, is that he, he's saying that and a very possibly, and 55% of Americans think we're already in a recession. Uh, where are we now? Is that, is that going to be fourth thing now? Let's do fourth thing now. Fourth thing. Fourth thing. Um, the should I should I do Larry Summers? Okay, yeah, because he's an Obama guy, right? Yeah, and re- and remember, th- this is the guy who who seems to speak the truth, and he has he predicted the two thousand eight crash before it happened, and and the whole thing. Um, that being said, he he told he did tell the the two twins that invented Facebook. He told them to just go off and invent a new thing. So, do you ever see the uh, the social network? Of course, yeah. Not a what are they? The Van Winkles. He told the Van, Winklevoss. The Winklevosses yeah. told the Winklevoss twins, "Well, just go invent a different thing." Anyway, <laughs> but that being said, that's when he was president of Harvard. Everyone leaves their brain at the door when they're president of Harvard. But anyway, Larry Summers uh, ripping the Fed on this one. I'd like to see much more effort at uh, understanding why their forecasts were so dramatically wrong and have been so repeatedly uh wrong hockey will claw you when he disagrees and he will uh he'll call it out when he when he agrees so anyway yeah there, there seems to be something broken with the fed everybody like maybe this should be audited but it's okay they're gonna meet wednesday and raise uh, interest rates uh we'll be back right after this am 770 uh and give you some some uh, some hot local and uh, to a pair of cities uh, paying settlements. Uh, one of them seemed like a low ball, but we'll uh, we'll get to that. Uh, AM seven seventy KTG. Let's get you to work with our right way traffic. AM seven seventy KTG. Brian sits here, and boy, I was about to. Well, when officially when the the weekend is over, midnight Sunday, right? Is that what we're saying? Sure. Or is it over when we arrive at work? That's some would say it it, it it's over when when we're at work. Anyway, I thought we had, and I'm and I'm saying the whole PNW as the kids say these days. 
which which I count as uh, everything from Olympia to Arlington. I don't even don't count Blaine. Don't get Bellingham. Uh, it, it looked like a murder-free weekend. I, I think there was somebody shot in Renton, but I don't believe that they were killed. And I think if I heard uh, where correctly were you, this morning, Greg? there was a police-involved shooting. Yeah, can't uh, at uh, outside of a, a uh, outside the Fred Meyer or uh, near the Fred Meyer on the uh, twenty-five thousand block of Pacific Highway South. Police in Kent uh, investigating a shooting that left a suspect dead Monday morning. Uh, it's and it, it happened very early uh, this morning. No, and you know what? It's it's like a friend's dad used to say: nothing good happens after eleven p.m. And it, you could say nothing good happens between eleven p.m. and around six a.m. Um, and that seems to travel north. So anyway, southbound as as of an hour ago, southbound Pacific Highway South. Uh, remained closed at uh, 252. If you're wondering what the hubbub is, that's what the hubbub is. And in other regional news, Brian, are you tired yet of people complaining about the rain we've been having this June? It's one of the colder oh my God, months of it. June I can remember in the past 10 years. It's And I mean, I, I love it because I don't have to walk down and turn the drip irrigation on uh-huh. for the uh, tomatoes and the tomatillos and the various squash, which I don't eat, but someone else in the house does. Yeah, I can't stand them. But anyway, I, I just I look out the window. I love it. I kind of do, too. Uh, you and I are simpatico on this, at least. See, I, the alternative is like last year when it, what, there were like, wasn't it like a five-day streak where it was over 100? Really hot last year. In fact, like I said, I bought an air conditioner to get ready for this summer, and I haven't had the chance to bust it out yet because we've been in the low 60s or high 50s uh, as we kick off the summer here. But again, there's so many regions around the U.S. suffering drought right now, oh. and I just see the rain come down. And I'm like, you know what? I don't mind it so much. And if it weeds out uh, some uh, people from wanting to come up here, I-, I love talking about the bad weather. Yeah, stay down yeah, there absolutely. where it's hot. And it revalidates stay, stay away. why we t- Tunneled out of hell, um, <laughs> by the way. I I, I was checking uh, temperatures at a certain place uh, yesterday. The only, the only good thing is it's bone dry. When it's one oh five, it's it's bone dry down down there. Here, <clears throat> eh, this is a pretty brutal one oh one. It's a it's, this can be a brutal ninety one. You know, can be yeah. However, you have no excuse for not jumping in the water. Um, so there there's that. And and uh, what I did, you may have bought an air conditioner. I bought a stand-up paddleboard, so they were like getting rid of them at Blanco, the large. I didn't store, take you as a stand-up paddleboard. I don't either. I'm a kayak dude, but I'm gonna. You couldn't resist. Give it a shot. I'm gonna. I, mean, I, I look at. I look at certain people doing it. And I'm like, if they can do it, you know. And so, you know, it's, so that that's how. They, isn't that right, hockey? I have to come clean. I have to come clean. Uh, I, we don't really have a rescue falcon from Saudi Arabia here. We we what what it is is it's uh, the sound of a uh, of a uh, red-tailed hawk that I recorded on this program, and I I am about to close it out and not save it. I I rather get the sense. You know what? One more hour. <laughs> it, we check, we'll check your you text might as well at eight thirty. Yeah, we'll we'll check your text at eight thirty. If if hockey the news falcon, if his hot takes, or if you disagree with him, or you should just go. And, I, and you know, I'm imposing roles. Uh, he may be a she. I I don't know. Um, by by the way, quick quick aside. Uh, you know, in 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 this in this rush to suddenly accept, uh, you know, a boy as a girl immediately, and the whole thing. Uh, you, we're we're sainthooding 
uh, a lot of these folks. The the, the MSNBC anchor uh, Katie Turr, mid midday show on MSNBC. Her her dad transitioned, and she excoriates him in in a new autobiography about growing up. With yeah, she has a new tell all book. Yeah, and uh, so anyway, those of you um, watching that uh, sort of thing uh, play out because uh, it's funny. She's she's telling the truth. Uh, uh, the, about a guy, you know, a wall puncher, battery thrower, the whole thing. Her mom agrees that the man, when he was a man, was an abusive man. Of course, he's way different now that he's he's a woman. It, it, of any pushback she's getting, it's about that. It's oh well, you wash it away. It's like what you you cut that off, and you're suddenly no longer. You know, uh, Adam Henry? I, I don't think it works like and that. Katie Turr's, what do we say, mom now? No. Her, her mom is a woman with a uterus that gave birth to her. Her, her former dad, dad mom? is now, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Her transgender mother is the one who's infamous for that video clip uh, with Ben Shapiro where she threatens him when they're having the conversation yeah. about transgenderism, and she puts her arm like over ben's shoulder it's like if you say that again you're gonna like w- get out of here on a gurney or something yeah doesn't she say that yeah something something like that um and sounds like a nice person and you know and ben shapiro instead of saying get your you know effing hand <laughs> off me or you'll pull back his stumps you know he goes now yeah, he said something really fast and and all that but we should reach out to katie Turr and see if she'll come on uh, maybe. chances of that <clears throat> I, I don't know Two percent. Uh, I I I don't know, but it, it's funny. It's it's a, it's just like an oddly timed autobiography, and this is a weird pushback. That that if if a man is toxic, <clears throat> all you got to do is cut those off, and then he's no longer toxic. Well, I I have some interaction with. I never never knew the male version, but I yeah. So anyway, um, locally over. Over in Coeur d'Alene, uh, and this was uh, news to me, too, uh, there was going to be a pride parade. Um, and 31 members, self-identified members of the Patriot Front, a white supremacist group, um, were, were witnessed by people who called 911. And I guess this is a uniform or something. They wear khaki pants, like cargo pants, tactical pants, blue polo shirt. And then white balaclavas to to hide their uh, identity. They they all got in a urban assault U-Haul or something. And police, uh, Kootenay County uh, and Coeur d'Alene police uh, pulled over the van, pulled everybody out. And it was, um, I don't quite get it, understand the, it was conspiracy to riot. All 31 were charged and booked in Kootenay County uh, Sheriff's um, photos and uh, arraigned today. Uh, they all bailed out, by the way. Uh, conspiracy to riot, a misdemeanor. Uh, so th- their plan was to get, go to the Pride Parade and start start beating butts. They they brought sticks and shields and all that. Uh, this is they're saying based on evidence and collected evidence collected and documents, authorities found that the group was planning to riot in several areas of downtown, not just the park. Uh, White said so. Yeah, I saw the pictures on social media over the weekend, and it didn't look real to me. I had to do kind of a double take because, like you said, 
their outfits are kind of striking. I had never seen these people before or this so-called yeah. uniform that they were wearing. But then there, there's a picture of them all on their knees with their hands tied behind their backs and authorities waiting to kind of like yeah. put them in uh, law enforcement vehicles. They're all uh, flexcuffed with their <clears throat> on their knees and and uh, the whole thing. And I, you know, another takeaway here: it's still illegal to uh, to riot in Coeur d'Alene. So there you go. Uh, yet another reason to uh, ever ever been to Lake Coeur d'Alene or um, uh, or uh, Sandpoint, Idaho, a or few times. Monterey, beautiful, beautiful lakes, Be- amazing. Um, and so that entire panhandle of Idaho, just beautiful water. Uh, not like there's no lack of it here. I'm just saying that for some reason on the east side, like Lake Wenatchee, Lake Chelan, and all that, the water just seems to be clear. Um, uh, all right, back in a second. Uh, it is AM 770 KTTH. Let's get you to work with our right way traffic. AM 770 KTTH, Brian Sincere. Uh, locally, is city of Kent let go of a assistant chief uh, in... Well, it started with a two-week suspension in September of 2021. Anyway, uh, the city of Kent has reached a settlement of more than one and a half million with the assistant uh, police chief who's been suspended, who had been suspended, pardon me, uh, and now uh, separated for displaying Nazi insignia on his office door. It was a inside joke because he called himself like Obersturmbahnfuhrer uh, or something like that and m- maybe needed some context. I'm not quite sure. But anyway, bottom line is when it happened, I mean, you can see a mile away, there's going to be a lawsuit coming here. Uh, the city settled the matter with Derek Camerzel on Wednesday for one point, uh, well, $1,520,000 after the former assistant chief had asked for more than $3 million. And so uh, Kent says goodbye to his 27 years of performance without any uh, discipline, any lack of allegations of excessive force during his career, and a record uh, with no known complaints from the Community. So um, there's that. Full disclosure, I served with uh, Derek Camerzel in uh, the my infantry battalion uh, in Iraq, and I know him to be a, a spiffing bloke and an upright chap, and uh, whoever, if he if he wants to stay in law enforcement, first of all, I'd talk him out of it in the Pacific Northwest, but I'm sure some, some community in Montana is going to be uh, very, very pleased with uh, their new chief, uh, Camerzel. Um over the weekend, you know what I put together, producer Greg, because I'm uh, I'm movie hawk guy as as well as uh, hot, hockey uh, the news take uh, Falcon. Uh-huh. Um, the guy who created and is writing Yellowstone and all the spinoffs for Yellowstone was a guy named Taylor Sheridan, and I I had never put this together. But he, 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 I, I saw a Sunday morning show on, and he was being interviewed. Um, the, the guy was basically a failed actor, and and I went, wait a minute, that's that sounds familiar to something I know about the guy that wrote one of my all-time favorite movies, Sicario, uh, Sicario. I'm sorry, right? Um, and and uh, as and here's a clip from Sicario. Leave Fiji alone, terror. Leave Fiji alone, terrorists. Um, so. Same guy. And, and I mean, and they, they start going down the list of, okay, Sicario, then the sequel, which is perhaps even better. Um, uh, Yellowstone, which I know I like. It's just that 
I'm so behind now. And and so you know what I did was like, oh, I'll get in the ground floor of 1883, uh, the the prequel <laughs> to the prequel. Well, the problem is it's I think it's really good, um, but it's depressing as hell. Yes, I, I watched the first two episodes with my wife, and I completely concur with your analysis. Perhaps it changes as seasons go along, but it, it seemed like the uh, subject matter was very heavy and a little bit dark and, you know, property disputes and ranching and the government and firearms. I'm I'm aware that 1883 wasn't a real fun time and it wasn't fun. (laughs) wasn't a real blast to have your family on a covered wagon out to Oregon uh, or Montana or, you know, whatever. But, but I mean, you know, F Troop was a comedy. I've never seen an episode of F Troop, but. But um, uh, anyway, I, I so he wrote that, created that. Then there's going to be now Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren are going to be in 1932, the the middle cool. There's the prequel and the current and and all that. And I mean, you know, like I say, I know I I like Costner, I like Yellowstone, and everyone says, "Oh, you got to see it, you got to see it." The more people say, "You got to see something." Um, I, the less likely I am to, to see it. And then, you know, it's built up. Okay. Yellowstone delivers, you know, and it's, it's, it's funny because I'm so biased now that I find out that that is the guy that created Sicario. Now I might go back and and watch Yellowstone, but I, I've had enough of 1883. My dilemma. I I get it. They make it, they make it it. out there. They, I don't, you know, they make it to Montana. Life was difficult in the 19th century. I I fully understand that. My dilemma these days is there's just not enough hours in the day. I wish more storytellers could get their point across in two hours or less. Because once there's a hit season of something, oh, it's obligatory. We have to do five or six seasons. And I just don't have the time anymore, Brian, with with three kiddos now producing two shows on the radio and busy with Little League and uh, choir concerts and all this kind of stuff. I'm sure these shows are brilliant. I'm sure the acting is phenomenal. Great writers, uh, cinematography off the charts. But in, unless it's going to break some new ground or be something totally revolutionary or have amazing insights in into humanity, I just don't have the time yeah. to commit to it anymore. And Am I what? alone in that? I buy, it's got to be so good that I cannot deny. I buy books left and right, and I my pile of to be read, and I, yes, re- I read exactly. like three at a time, and I'm I'm three books behind on one of my favorite historians this guy named Saul David and and I I look at the I, that, the thing that keeps my TV off if it does is is the pile of books staring me in the face <laughs> saying there's stuff in here you need to know uh it, it immediately and, and until my bedtime was 8 p.m. which began when I started producing this show I would stay up late nights it was one of my favorite things in the world to do is put the kiddos to bed and then spend two two and a half hours either Watching a show, having a, a adult beverage, or chatting Uh-oh. with my wife. I have found though that I'm a lot more productive now that I don't have those late nights. Hockey, where I just kind of sat around. Hockey's indicating that he wants to screech at Liz Cheney. In greater detail, <laughs> what others in the department told President Trump that his claims of election fraud were nonsense. What are you doing, hockey? You're you gonna you're gonna say you're gonna make Trump's you're gonna screech every time she says Trump. Who had also concluded that his fraud claims could not be supported. Let me focus briefly on just three points now. Well, this is live, by the way. Don't don't worry, hockey. Bad lady, go away. 
Bad, bad lady get primaried. Pretty bad. January 6th hearing underway in D.C., not in prime time. Hearing too. Yeah, but at a very convenient 7.50 a.m. for, for West Coast blue here. state liberals uh, who probably are calling in sick today uh, or, or, or something. I, by the way, how come half the, half the newsroom out there is sick today? What? I noticed that too, hockey. So uh, anyway, um, <clears throat> we'll uh, tell you what. The other lawsuit, besides Kent paying out uh, $1.5 million, um, is the Chaz Chop death uh, lawsuit that was uh, settled for... Let, let me get a little bit of that. We also, by the way, uh, next hour, uh, some great audio. Bill, Bill Maher, as usual, with, um, with great... Uh, great insight about Hollywood and guns versus uh, Hollywood and real life and guns where like Alec Baldwin will murder someone, you know, and stuff like that. And he, suddenly he's the hero. Um, but th- here's a great montage. You heard over the weekend that Biden is blaming, again, the Putin price hike for what you're seeing at the pump over the weekend. And and, and again, recall or, or rather in, in October, you'll be dreaming of 575 gas. 549 gas but why should the oil companies do anything biden says when he said this about them would there be any place for fossil fuels including coal and fracking in a biden administration no we would we would we would work it out we would make sure it's eliminated no more drilling on federal lands no more drilling including offshore no ability for the oil industry to continue to drill period i guarantee no more, no new fracking. We are going to get rid of fossil fuels. No one's going to build a coal-fired plant again, and we're going to get rid of the ones we have now. Have a transition from the oil industry, yes. Would you be willing to sacrifice some of that growth, even knowing potentially that it could displace thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of blue-collar workers in the interest of transitioning to... Yeah, what a mystery. What a mystery that the energy industry uh, doesn't trust anything he says and is not investing into more drilling uh, and, and the rest. What an absolute mystery. Hey, Aki, where'd you get that cheesecake? There you go. Uh, mystery. Uh, back in a second, AM 770 KTTH, uh, we'll learn a little more. We're learning a little more about the uh, Senate deal to kick your doors down and take your guns. Um that may be in the last page. I'm not sure. That and uh, more. We'll be back for the 8 o'clock hour. Amson 70 KTTH. Brian Suits here. Let's get you to work with our right-way traffic.